completely like a foreign installment or a parasitical movement. So as soon as I was, I was being convinced that something foreign to me had manifested in my life and, it's man and through its manifestations it had defeated me, it fucking finally made sense, yeah? As soon as I saw that which defeated me was foreign to me, what happened? As soon as I saw that, a possibility became possible, which is, hey, I could be free from it. If I'm not it, I can be free from it. I don't have to spend tons of years trying to fucking rehabilitate it or get it on my side or domesticate it. I just see it as some foreign pathogen, yeah? And in that seeing that it was a foreign pathogen, I saw what I was calling all of my traits, basically its traits, yeah? resentments and fears and so I suddenly saw that the manifestations that I was in the act of calling mine like my resentments my fears my this my that I questioned Ooh, wait a minute let's question that my yeah and so now I saw resentments fears and then I actually saw where the true connection of what they really are attributed to which is self not me yes yeah, this is the whole beauty of non-duality in recovery. It's the beauty of it. Yeah, you can go through all this stuff and arrive there, or you can realize you've always been there and then see all the stuff. It's one way or the other. It's going to happen. It may take a long time to arrive there. But it's much easier to realize you've always been there and then see the shit. To me, so all right. So now suddenly. Being convinced that self manifests in various ways, they've come to the talk. The birds, don't worry. They come every week. Yeah. So being convinced that what? Self, let's just look at it like parenthesis, foreign installment, parasitical movement, or anything other than you. Being convinced that self, and also being convinced that self is other than you, really. And then seeing that all of its manifestations, what has defeated us, will now look at self's common manifestations. That's not saying we're looking at your common manifestations. I mean, it's a simple diagnosis. They're not your common manifestations. If they were, they would have said, being convinced that Paul, Mary, Jim, Sue, every alcoholic's first name would have to be there. Being convinced that Bill, Mary, Sue, Jim, manifested in various ways has defeated Bill Mary Sue Jim. It doesn't say that. It says being convinced that self manifests in various ways defeated us. So instead of going through every freaking name of every alcoholic, it just it just collects us into us and it collects that into self. Yeah? So self is here and here's us. But somehow somehow this foreign installment is defeating us. Yeah. How the hell is that? By through its manifestations. So things are happening or coming out or we're reacting to situations by seeing them in a self-centered way. And there's a reaction that may be fearful or resentful and stuff like that. Those are the manifestations of self. Because it's actually, look, it's giving us a skewered look at what's happening, yes? We're seeing threats where there aren't any threats, this and that, that and this, yes? So now you see, all right, so this foreign installment manifesting through us and in us being identified as it, you see? See the, see the anatomy of it. Because if you see it, you're not looking from it for once, yeah? It's just seeing it from a different point, yeah? If you see that which you were looking from, you'll realize it's not you, yeah? And in that realization it's not you, you'll lose interest in it, yeah? And when you lose interest in it, you gain interest in a lot of other stuff, yeah? And then that interest now, freed from that dead preoccupation, is sort of enriching your Saturday instead of enslaving you to last Saturday and next Saturday. Yes, it's just that freaking simple. Yeah. And you know the problem from the solution. I had relief from this problem, so I saw this, I know it, because I've seen, I've seen it from another location. 
Yeah, and it is the and what's happening now is our attention and interest is usually sucked up into the mental realms, and in that mental realm, memories, perceptual interpretation, thoughts, in that mental realm, the mental realm is constantly in the act of being identified as a self. So when you listen to it, it sounds like, yeah, I'm, so when you listen to its idea of thoughts, you're the thinker, yeah, somehow, or you're the thought about it. Yes, this is, you're immediately assumed to be in a role with the thoughts. Feelings, the same thing. Feelings, I'm the feeler, or someone just made me fucking feel something I didn't want to feel, yeah. Or they're the, you know, they're the, they're the one who imposed the feeling on me. You see it? If you don't see it, the only, the relief will be so limited, yeah, and it will be so dependent on you, and you'll have to be one vigilant motherfucker, to constantly alert, because you, you, the thief is in the house. You call it me, so you've got to be alert. Where's my silverware, whatever? Because you don't even recognize when you. And you, you, you get, you meet it all day, but every time you meet it, you call it me. It's got carte blanche in your life. It's running around amok, going through your secret file so it can, you know, you're a loser, Paul. I was there 20 years ago. You're unlovable. <laughs> Whatever it may do. And then as soon as there's a belief in it, the attention and interest, and then there's the, it's like a minutiae of mental snowing. You know, going down. Just to re oh, yes, I was a loser. I'm definitely going to be a loser. Hey, I'm a loser now. So, being convinced that self manifested in various ways what has defeated us, we will now look at its common manifestations. The first one is resentment. Then, why the hell are you calling them your resentments if they're a manifestation of selves in one life? Why? You just denied the the diagnosis completely You're, you read it you go all right yeah but then the manifestations of self are called yours how are you gonna get real relief I mean real relief where you know the greatest relief is if the thing that's been scaring the shit out of you never existed because you don't have to worry it's coming back there's not gonna be a sequel yeah, it's not like Die Hard 12. It can't kill the fucker. You, because you can't kill it because it never existed. It's in the mind, the mental state, and you're involved in it. You're believing it. You are the dreaming and at the same moment in time. So here in, the, in timelessness, you are the dreaming, and then in time, you're the dreamt. It's such a weird thing. So there's dreaming in timelessness, but then in time, you're the dreamt. And in the dream, they sure feel like whose who's thoughts that could they be, you know? And then maybe you could get, oh, maybe I can question thoughts or feelings, but actions, no fucking way. I fucking picked up that thing. I, it was my arm. I did it. I'm convicted already. <laughs> the solution... Hmm. In a sense, you're the solution and the problem. The solution is what you are in, in a timeless sense, and then you can seem to be the problem in time. Now, to try to get a solution in time for a problem that is of time doesn't freaking work, yes? Because you're coming from the same system that's producing the seeming dilemma to try to get out of the dilemma. It's a freaking... 101, you know, fucking neuroscience, you know, you can't, <laughs> Einstein said you can't, get, you can't use the system that's producing the pro problem to produce the solution, obviously, because it's a system, yes, so if you see what you're not, if you see from timelessness, which you're always seeing from timelessness, the narration of the seeing in timelessness is narrated in time but you're actually seeing now and in 10 years it will be seeing now if you're alive and 20 years ago it was seeing now really if you boil it down to the present tense verb 
applied to 30 years from now or 30 years ago is the same thing you were seeing. Seeing aware, yes, not seeing eyes, but I mean aware. So there's been aware. Where's the location of the aware? Obviously here, when, now. Yeah, you can project it to be 30 years, but it's the same, same, isn't it? Yeah, so timelessness is the basis of living, and then the narration of living is based on time. So in time, the seeming impossible can seem real, and the only solution to the seeming imaginary problems that time produces is not in time, it's up from timelessness. Like Jesus supposedly said, hey, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. Yeah. So what is it like to be in the world? Well, I don't get what I want, I lose what I have, I feel separate, there's things, there's time. And he's basically going, all right, feel it completely what it's like to be in the world, and he's telling us you're not of it. You're not of the world. He's not saying there is no world, he says you're not of it. Where you're of is timeless. Where you of is from nothing. Where you of does, doesn't, isn't based on separation. Yes. Why not have a little of that quality show up here? Where, how do you think it's going to come in? Through someone else? It's going to come in through us. The us is the someone else, or the us is this. So, in the satsang, in the, in the sharing of it, and this satsang or association, the company of truth, now, is under the banner of non-duality. And non-duality to me is just not two, it's a negation. It's just sort of like Jesus did. He describes what it's like to be in, it allows you to, and then he negates that by saying you're not of it. So basically non-duality is the what, how you actually arrive or understand non-duality is by studying duality. You don't study non-duality because there's nothing to study. It's, but you can study what's not, yeah? And so instead of having those drives to know applied to what I am, which is impossible to know what you are, it's impossible to understand what you are, it's impossible to experience what you are, but it is incredibly possible to be what you are. That's what we're relegated to. The only thing concerning what you are that you have available is being it, which is pretty large, you know? Now, so the only way it seems to make sense to want to know what we are is that if is the reality of what we're not. I have to believe what I'm not to get keen on and get very interested in trying to know what I am because I can't know what I am from what I'm not. But I can know what I'm not from what I am. Yes, this is the trick. I can know what I'm not from what I am, but I can't know what I am from what I'm not. Yeah. And I can't know what I'm not from what I'm not. <laughs> Somebody sent me a little Facebook thing and I'm giving it to them. Hopefully they'll watch it. But I've mentioned many times, but yes? So the idea of the dreaming, trying to know itself as the dreaming from the dreamt, and then trying to know the dreamt from the dreamt is like self-knowledge avails you nothing. Yeah? It's like being a professor of holes, but you keep finding yourself in holes. What's the point of the value of knowledge? Yes. So this is a simple correction. It could take years, it could take no time. The correction is give up the fucking ghost of trying to find what you are in this mythical conceptual manner that includes you being there. <laughs> but why not put that attention in the correct way, which is see what you're not. It's easy, yeah? And to study what you're not, and to understand what you're not, and to know what you're not. And in knowing and understanding and all this, you get an intimation of what you are because you're the knowing and the understanding. There's no one that knows, but you're the knowing and the understanding and the seeing of what? Of what you're not. Now, instead of trying to apply that to what you are, it's like the old thing they used to say, the eye can't see itself. Yeah. They say you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. 
in recovery, knowing it or not, it's one of the wisest statements of all, self can't get out of self. What? Yes. Self trying to get out of self is just more selfing. Yeah. And then, you know, then that dilemma we always talk about, the idea of quit playing God, if that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God ad infinitum. That which is playing God can't play itself out of playing God. But you're not that which is playing God. Why would God, or what we are, have to play what we are? Something other than us plays what we are. Yes. God doesn't play God, it is God, let's say. I don't believe in a guy the name of God, but yeah. It doesn't have to, truth doesn't have to play being the truth. It is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So it can only play being the truth by being identified as something else which is impossible, but in time it can seem to be possible, which means it can appear to be true to us as what we are. What we are is in cahoots with this. It cannot not be. Do you think anything could fool reality unless reality didn't want to be fooled? The fool us, yeah. So we're dreaming, even though we have, oh, wait a minute, this place sucks, and you know, people are dying, and this and that. Hey, what the fuck? There's dreaming going on. From the dread point of view, we don't understand it, but from the dreaming point of view, we can, yeah? And then you lose interest in understanding a lot of stuff from the dread point of view. <laughs> like in Zen, they would say the highest form of mind is I don't know. You either arrive there or adopt it, but it's basically, you're gonna get there. You're gonna be like, hey, I have no freaking clue what's happening. I don't even know what help is. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really don't. I think I just leave it up to the whatever, the, the winds of, of whatever's happening here to blow us to everywhere we have to go. It's so funny because when I was using and drinking, if there was like a, a poll taken from people who knew me, there would have been no bets on me ever getting sober, for sure. Basically, when people would meet me after years, they say, "You're still alive." They'd have a little fucking yes, I'm fucking still cooking. Yeah, but so really, I mean, I said, "What is? What's up with that? Why not hello? You're still alive. You're still alive. I can't freaking believe it." Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, how can I say, "Oh, that person's not gonna make it"? I mean, I have no idea what's at work. Yes, I don't. So, this whole idea of if you take recovery, in my view, to the ultimate point, you see the whole disease is really rooted on an identification as what you're not. That's the only thing alcoholism could really, really affix to. Yeah? It needs a thing to affix to. Yeah? And it's really that self-centeredness. So if you see it, if you go to the dictionary, go to the dictionary, look up the word self. There's about 160, it's a hyphen and about 160 fucking attributes. Yeah. And if you took a, if you looked at 160 of them, about 120 would be what you would call the negative side, and maybe 40 like self-love, self-pride, you know? And you just look at it, you know, like a pro and con. Well, three times leaning this way, a little bit leaning that way, and when it leans this way, you're afraid you're gonna do something to go, yes? So there's, all there is is a huge amount of agitation trying to manage self. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you see it's not you, you'll be relieved of all that, and the highest form of maintenance of spiritual condition is being a spiritual condition. How are you going to expect a body to be spiritual? <laughs> You'll be at that the highest of high moments, and then a fart will ensue. You know, I'm reaching the boom. <laughs> I mean, really, the body is you're trying to graft spirituality to it, and it's like no one knows what's really happening. So, oh, he's charismatic, he's spiritual. He's got eyes. <laughs> Come on, give me, a, give me something physical I can go by. A loving gaze. Oh, definitely. He's really chilled out. He never fucks around. Oh, fuck. That's, that, that's a sign. 
Atman is always referred to or something to do with the body. And if you've had any sense of being free from the body, you realize all the suffering is based on the body. All of it. The brain body. All of it. All of it. Yeah. We want to have the relief from the body, but as the body. Same. We run into the same little Chinese torture thing. If I go on a three-day retreat chanting, I'm not a body, I found out because I did it. I found out in hindsight, the only thing that wants to chant it's not a body is the body. The body wants to get out of the body experience. <laughs> and my wanting to get out of the body experience just reinforces the reality of the body. How, how, what are you going to do? How can you, if you realize it's your own interest that's the biggest deterring factor, and then you decide, I'm going to decide to lose interest, that's interest, yeah? You can't get out of it while you're in it. If you want to get out of any place by the vehicle of what you're in, you'll never freaking escape. You have to see that the, you're in an imaginary location, so there's no need to fucking go. That's the being gone. Yeah? The experience of being in the moment comes from the realization you can't be out of a moment. It does not come from, I've arrived, I've been, I'm in the moment. <laughs> it's like a fish. I'm in the water. You've always, always been in the freaking water. It just dawned on me. I got it. And somehow the fish had something to do with arriving at the water. It didn't fucking have anything to do with it. Yeah. Watch it. I've seen this. This is all hindsight. Things change. And I saw, man, I've always been trying to get into a moment fucking for so long. It's, but it's like that thing with the eye of the needle, the rich man can't get through. It was like trying to squeeze two-ness into oneness. It just pops right out. <laughs> Can't get it in there. I'm gonna be in the moment. <laughs> but realizing you can't be out of the moment, here you go. <laughs> you can't be out of the moment is the key. Yeah? So trying to get out of self is being in self. Realize you're not self, you won't try to get out of it, and you won't be and there'll be a realization you've never been in it. Yes? So now you can see the foreign pathogen. And you stop fucking claiming the head will keep going, but your spirit ain't in it. Your head will use the language that a resentment implies there's an owner of the resentment or a haver of the resentment, but you won't be tattooed by the feeling of it. You don't have to change the language. You just, the spirit or the emphasis that's in the mind drops out. Yeah? So now you see resentments as a misperception. That's all it is. You can watch, get sick. Everything gets bleak, doesn't it? Get, the, get taken over by a fucking virus, and in those 10 days, you're not looking at life. The virus is looking at life through the fucking camera, and you're, you're sitting there in a powerless position, and it's, oh, it looks like fucking D-Day, you know? It's so bummed out. And she's like, I'm leaving you. <laughs> you're making rash decisions. It's so, if, as soon as you get over the virus, your whole life's ruined. And you don't realize you've been taken over all day, and that's why you don't notice it. If you, if this, if selfing was like a virus, it would be like the fucking bubonic plague. If you could have a bookend where you didn't have it, yeah, you would see the ferocity of it. But because we're in it all day, <laughs> we're always on the lookout for parasites. Without food and everything, we're taken over by a parasite right now. <laughs> it's feeding on you all day. Every time that feeling of being pat arises, there you go. That's it. <laughs> There's a solution. There's freedom, really. And where does the freedom arrive? Right here, right now in Marin City. Like at 12.01. It's not like freedom. No, it's Marin City. And Jeebos, hopefully. <laughs> Man, if you were, if you, if you had a sense of what you are, and also a sense on having never left, your day would look a whole lot different. 
You may have to do the same freaking things, but the traveling lighter through the doing of it would be unbelievable. That whole idea on upon having never left, what would your day would look like? If upon having never left that which you are, how would you go about today? Check it out, find out. Upon on having never left what I am, which is impossible, you cannot leave what you are as what you are. You can seem to lose it as what you're not. That's the dreaming. Seeming is the word, it appears to be true or false to us. It doesn't appear to be true or false, it needs an us to appear to be true or false to. We are the us, we're the audience. Yeah? We are, we are giving it the thumbs up to the movie. Why? Because we think we're a character in it. Truly. The only in reason why you're interested in the thoughts, they're about you. You wouldn't be interested in Stanley's thoughts, for sure. You would never go home on a Saturday and waste your day thinking about Stanley five years ago. You wouldn't, unless you wanted to prove something to yourself, like you went out with him at one time. Yeah, you wouldn't. There's only one person, basically. You'll go constantly go that back and the future back. If you, and I don't care if you have kids. The amount of thoughts on your kids doesn't even get close to the mountain of thoughts about you. I mean, billions of them. Billions of them <laughs> building us a, a false edifice, you know, constantly polishing nothing. Oh, it's amazing. Man. There's relief. I mean, now. Relief to do, to seem to be Z. To me, I would see it as unbearable, but to <laughs> seem to be Z. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, don't waste any time trying to make this domesticated. It's a parasite. <laughs> oh, oh, honey. <laughs> Just see that which you're taking yourself to be. And it's all in little parts and parcels. It's like these little crossword pieces, and then the mind, us, take ourselves to be a body and everything. It's all the assuming and the insinuating of the narration that sort of allows us to project ourselves as a body. Nothing could produce the sense of a body other than what we are. Nothing. Nothing could have this appear anywhere other than what we are. Yeah? So it's constantly, constantly on being, using this narrative of you're the doer, you're the feeler, you're the thinker, you're the loser, you're the winner, all this, all day, and then it projects itself. And it sees it, and then suddenly there's a body and there's a world, all day, and it's happening every boom, boom, boom. Selfing is arising and departing and arising and departing, and the only thing that's real is what's seeing everything which is us. And there's none of us are ever going to get behind the seeing to be the seer of the seeing. There's just seeing. There's just awareness. Yes? So in recovery, she's, man, recovery, what a quantum leap. Yeah? To see the root of the problem isn't ego, because if you look at people share about egos, they say, I have an ego. Yeah, and I want to lose an ego. Who, what is that feeling of being the one who has and wants to lose? That's the selfing. That's the, that's the pathogen right there. It's like, it doesn't matter, have, lose, this and that. It's the axis. It's always you. Yeah? When it's bad, there's you. When it's good, there's you. Yes? And everything moves on this you. That's the pivot. Take this out, and maybe you'll see a lightness. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Any questions? What is that book you're reading? That was the big book of AA. And this is the big, big book of AA. Yeah. So I was just reading this thing. <clears throat> this, this is a beautiful, very high-end tell you the truth yeah so he goes like here so our troubles we think are basically of our own making yeah 
So the mental state is manufacturing. Yes? Yeah. They arise out of ourselves, and thank God we're not that. <laughs> see? If they would have just said they arrive out, arrive out of selves, but see the ownership, it's ourselves. If you could just take the hour out, if they arise out of selves, yes? And the alcoholic is an extreme example. It doesn't mean everyone else doesn't have it. It's an extreme of example of self-will run riot. Everyone else is just, a, let's say, a more subdued or a more cultured example of self-will run riot. We're an extreme example so that what can't be seen on a certain level can probably be seen when it's extreme. Yeah, with the hopes that it could res resonate for everyone, to tell you the truth. So, though he usually doesn't think so, of course. <laughs> Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. Well, if there isn't any self, <laughs> selfishness won't have as much meaning as it does when it's you. I'm too selfish, I gotta lose selfishness. That's more selfishness, yes? <laughs> we must or it kills us. God makes that possible. So if God makes that possible, and God is everywhere, always available at all times, right where we are, then the possibility is at hand, yeah? Now, it doesn't have to be made or fucking arrived at, it's possible now. If God makes it possible, then it's got to be everywhere at all time. That's usually the idea of God, yes? So if God's making it possible, then the possibility is everywhere at all time. Why not rest there? On having never left that, let's see how the day goes. <laughs> Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self because you can't. You're the one that's manufacturing self. So you're trying to get rid of self is more of a manufacturing of self, yeah. Throw it out, you know what I mean? You dig a hole, there's water. <laughs> and there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to, yeah. Neither could we reduce our, this is the beautiful statement for people in AA. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. So there goes the sanctimonious doing out the fucking window. Yes? It's just like self-knowledge avails us nothing, but knowledge of self is valuable. Yeah? So doing claimed by self has a certain bonding quality non-doing which means an action without an identification as the actor goes a long freaking way yes it's not the doing it's what's preceding the doing yeah? if it's you doing it it's still reinforcing the you as the doer yes tommy you take it off see you bro neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying out on our own power we had to have god's help well, that's fucking great because it's always available at all times. Yeah? If God is everywhere, then it's helps available at all times. This is the how and why of it. This is the most important thing to me. This is the how and why of it. First of all, we had to quit playing God. It doesn't work. My hypothesis is that the head which I call selfing, is in the act of playing God. Yeah? It tells you how today is going to be at 8 in the morning. It tells you how you were, how you're going to be. It's pontificating constantly, having vast prescience when it has no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah? So here's this thing, playing God. And it says you got to quit playing God. Now I'm saying most of us, we're in, it's not us, there's, there's an engagement with being in the act of being identified as self, which is that which is playing God. So when you hear this, and it's heard by that which is playing God, it goes, oh, I've got to quit playing God. 
which is now playing God. Yes? You see? It goes on ad infinitum. If that which is playing God tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. So how do you get out of it? You see that you're not that which is playing God. And then it's then, there's no bias in your understanding that it doesn't work because you're not trying to protect you as that which is playing God or rationalize, how could I have been that stupid for fucking 30 years? Whatever. You see that what didn't work wasn't you. Yes? So freaking okay. Bammo. It's sort of like the story with the shit and the guy doesn't just, you know, learns how to pick up shit really fast and this and on and becomes a circuit speaker about picking up shit and he's got autograph pooper scoopers and then a person comes and says, hey, do you want a solution? He says, no, I got the solution. I'm fucking the fastest shit picker-upper of all time. And the guy goes, get rid of the dog. If you get up rid of the source of the shit, you don't have to be a master of picking up shit. But if you are the freaking dog, the last thing you want to go is here, get rid of the dog. So the last thing that which is playing God wants to hear, yeah? Just quit playing, or actually he doesn't care if it's, oh, I'm trying to quit playing God. <laughs> Which is playing God. See, you're not that. And then you'll see what hasn't worked, clearly. Because there's no investment in anymore. You're not trying to protect it or promote it. You see it as a failed system. What can a failed system show us? It's failed. We've had enough showing of it. Yes? We've had enough of it. It's time to leave that little consequential school, you know, classroom and fucking go out for recess. And maybe there'll never be a bell calling you back. You'll be a free-range fucking alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> now on. <laughs> Act like it. It's pretty powerful, eh? Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, the clarity of it, of the description of the seeming problem, is freaking amazing. This is a beautiful thing where he goes, when we sincerely took such a position, well, I don't want to go there, but it can go on and on. But he explained, they explained it incredibly with the hopes that you would identify with what their description is and see that you're not terminal unique. You've just been taken over by a strain of, of self-centeredness called alcoholism. An extreme strain, but a strain nonetheless. And so now, and actually, when you get relief from it, you'll think it as a great gift because it brought you to see not only alcoholism, but self-centeredness. It gets you to see not, oh, let's just cut out this pathogen out of the system. No, you see the system is ill, yeah? When you get relief from the alcoholism, it leads you to a relief from the bondage of self. And the real relief from the bondage of self is seeing that you're not a self. You're here. And you realize you've never not been here. You're always here. You never get gypped. And a lot of stuff falls away, a lot of stuff. And you know what's so beautiful about it? When it falls away, you don't even, you don't have any interest in remembering how it was when it was here. Yes? You don't write journals, fucking, everything's dropped. <laughs> Why would I want to write a dead story about something? Yes? I don't know, you're available, and you're present, and you're of service. Not with any heroic effort, just as how things are. How can we not be present? We can be present to that, that we can be present to that which tells us we're not present, but we're still present in it, yes? There's no way you cannot be present. Your awareness. And if you're present, then you're available. 
Why? Because you're present. And if you're available, you're of freaking service. What we want to do is start as, I'm not available, I'm not present, and fuck, I don't want to do service. And then we do service, and we get an experience of being available and being of service and presence, and yet we keep going back to the identification, which demands having to do tons of service, not in the spirit of service, but to get fucking relief from self. What happens if one of the times you're in that sense of presence and you call that you, yeah? Yes, and now the rotation has happened. Instead of you doing something to feel available and arrive at presence, you're the presence doing whatever. <laughs> and all this place is, is arriving, departing, arriving, departing. In what state, in what basis, arriving completely? <laughs> There's arrive, depart, arrive. You don't go anywhere. You never have gone anywhere. <laughs> can I ask you something else? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I can get a glimpse of the presence, being present, I can get a glimpse of being available. How does it follow that it would match, that service would naturally follow that? Because if you're available and present, you'll be put to service here. Put Just to living. Service. Yes, because people on some level pick up on it, for sure. Because we all are that. Yeah? If we're hanging out with people, every person you're hanging out with doesn't believe it, you may not pick it up, but if one person has certainty, it exudes. There's an energy that happens. You're saying we're invited to serve my life. Yes, for sure. You're like on call. <laughs> Seriously. I've been in it, I've had it for years. 30 years I've been under this effect. I mean, I'm, I would say around the ninth or 10th year, these added elements came into it, which enlivened or illuminated. See, to me, recovery is a way of life, or if you want to call it a path, and some people would say a path to illumination. What we are, and non-duality captures that beautifully, is really that which illuminates any path. Yeah? We are the light. And there's great warnings by great masses that say you can't use the light to seek the light. And you are the light. Why, is, why are we seemingly in the act of constantly seeking the light as the light? We must be identified as something other than light. Or that would all be put to a freaking kibosh. Not that it would stop, you would lose interest in that which is engaged in it. Because this isn't going to stop. Don't waste time trying to convince this that it's the light. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah? The light will re be convinced it's not this. So when it's constantly looking for itself, this. See, you can see. All right, so here's what you're not looking for what, you're, for what it is. Yeah? You can see what you're not looking for what it is from what you are. So what you are sees itself looking for what it is as what it's not. And that's why it usually has a lot of fucking hilarity and laughing because it's fucking hilarious that you've been using yourself to find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, just that simple. <laughs> it seems like also, what's, what's it seem clearly that the self doesn't exist? That all that's left is to is others, other people to help and to, and to do. Yeah, yeah. But you go under a lot of, personally or impersonally, I've gone under a lot of review about what help is and what help ain't. Yeah. I'm a believer in recovery that uh, if you do someone a disservice by keeping them from their bottom, for sure. Yeah? I just don't know. I don't know what's right or wrong here or anything. I just try to, and basically it's just, it's just melted down to today. And I just, my GPS has got some satellite it follows. And, 
seems so. I'm not burning down houses or <laughs> ripping people off. So it seems to be a nice beam, and the action figure just does what it's doing. You know, I don't have any home Homeric journeys I'm on. I just want to get a pair of pants or a coffee or something. Yeah. Something else? Yeah, yeah, you can <laughs> ask all you want. Though. All right, thanks. So, um, so service is what I've been about for a lot of years. That seems to be all wound and tangled up in my, what I'm not, my personality self, what I think, you know, what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just because it's under the umbrella of service, it's still all involved in my personality self. So, I'm thinking if I was really present and available, if I was coming from my real me, my God self, I might not do service. I might just laugh all day. I might just be totally present with the sky and somebody else's face and somebody else's eyes. I might not be out doing service under the name of Pat. You know what I mean? Yes. Or so, you may. I know. I mean, how, how's, how can we know that we would do service? You don't. Okay. You will find out. You will find out. See, you will find out. Yeah. Yeah. You won't know. You will find out. That's what happens. Yeah. You leave one school of education, knowing and all this, and you go into a sense of uncertainty and not knowing becomes the the foundation, and then you're in a position of finding out. Yeah, finding out. Yes. But I'm telling you something. Here, you'll probably you're put to use. Everyone is in some form or another. It's just the way it is. Well, I don't think we are here. <laughs> but maybe yeah, I don't. I really am a believe. I'm a real believer as a working understanding of dreaming. I really believe uh, that we're in the act of dreaming right now. Though we're not in a dream, but we're the dreaming, like the Course in Miracles says. We are the dreaming of the dream. That's my feeling. And I don't think it's a dream that we're dreaming. I think we're just dreaming. Dreaming, yes? And, uh, and then ultimately nothing ever really happened because what is is is. It's not been anything other. And I've overdosed a few times. I've died, you know? And I was gone a while. One time I died. And uh, it sure seemed like where I was had nothing to do with this place. <laughs> tell you the truth. It just seemed like a movie, a, a spool of a movie. I dropped, I got dropped in a few segments past, you know, like just dropped in and, you know, like stuck me in and it just, they kept going. But there was like a big interruption, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't, uh, but that's just my own way of traveling here. You don't need to have that understanding. But if you look at this place, you have your own observations, and then maybe you get introduced to something like the course, or Nizagadat, or other people, and then they start describing a view, and you go, wow, that fits exactly with how I was seeing it, and then it's given a frame, yes? So the frame of dreaming is a very inclusive frame to me, yeah? Because I. I think everything here only reaches the level of seemingly so. It's appearing to what's so to be so. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we are what's so, and then all this stuff that's happening is appearing to what's so to be so. So what's so projects it out to be seemingly so. Yeah? That, I would say, is dreaming. And if you want to boil it down to a basic experience here, subject. You have your own take on this meeting than someone else, yeah? So everyone here went to the same meeting, but everyone has a different take on it. Because we override the meeting. Because we are the one that's dreaming the meeting. Yes? You see? Yeah. So this I don't understand how we don't see it just with our subjective experience that something's up. <laughs> I mean, just look like when you're having a bad day, time goes really slow. When you're doing something you really love, it goes really fast. You don't see any I don't know. That would cause a lot of suspicion to me, or curiosity. I go, wait a minute, how's that? What's going on here? Because, you know, you have an assumption time is this real, inexorable from 
something we call the past inexorably moving to the future and eroding each every step of the way. And then you see your own day, you have totally different experiences of it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see. You don't see how the huge role you have. You're the dreaming of the dreaming. Not you being in a dream would be a minor role. You're the dreaming of the dreaming means you got in a major position here. <laughs> you're giving you're giving everything all the meaning it has is a pretty big tag. <laughs> Not like, oh no. No, you you're giving everything all the meaning it has. That would encapsulate being the dreaming, yes? Wouldn't it? Yeah. So. Something is said, it leads to other things, yeah. Get the dog off the leash. Let the mind go. It gets a scent, let it go somewhere. Even if it goes again, even if it jumps some of your conceptual fences, jump, those fences aren't serving you. Let the dog jump and see where it goes and see what it brings back, yeah? Like, hey, you can't use this, the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Blows my freaking mind every time I see it because it explains most of my life. As this action figure, there was my, this life since I've been six years old, it was the Buddha looking to get to, it was used, the Buddha seeking the Buddha. <laughs> through drugs, through this, through that. And then that just pulled out like 50 years of a rug. <laughs> and just said, here you go. No spiritual clothes could withstand that. You know, like a fucking big vacuum, all my robes, everything. But you know, my malas, everything. And you were just naked. Wow. You can't use light to seek light. Go no further than that. You can't use mind to seek mind. If that doesn't stop you, I don't know. Some that's one of the greatest like uh, door stoppers of all time. <laughs> Before you enter that fucking spiritual path, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Oops. All right, that's it, I think. Let's uh, pass the basket. Hey, uh, pick a number between one and five. Five? five? Oh, we pass it around five times. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> John.